Have you tried to create video content online, whether it's social media or YouTube or wherever, and you have felt like your lack of big personality, your lack of charisma is holding you back from being able to create content that competes with the other boisterous, big, on personalities that the internet seems to love? Well, today we're going to have an honest conversation about what it takes to create amazing content, especially if you feel like you don't have a very charismatic personality. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 118 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran, pumped to hang out with you today. We're going to talk about you and your personality and your content and being on, because when we have to create content, we kind of are on, unless you're blogging, which is totally safe, then you can just hide behind the keyboard, which is actually not a bad idea if that's good for you and if you're a good writer. But we're going to talk about creating video content specifically today because that's where this tends to come up. We have a very relevant question uh, that we'll dive into from one of my students. But if you haven't already downloaded my online income jumpstart guide, I want to give it to you. This is a 30-day plan to get you started. So if you are just starting to create content or you don't know what kind of content to make or you don't know how to turn your content into a business, and you're like, Graham, I just want the roadmap. Just give it to me straight. What should I do first, second, third, fourth? Well, I got you covered, my friend. I have the next four weeks of your life mapped out in bullet points to take you from no audience, no brand, no idea of what you could sell to making your first money. Your first few hundred dollars is realistically what you'll make in 30 days. But what you will have done during those 30 days is not just made some money, but you will have built the foundation for an entire online business that can scale to a few thousand dollars a month to a few $10,000 a month. It's the exact same business model I use to run two seven-figure businesses. So it's great. Make some money quickly and build a foundation for a scalable, long-term, profitable business. It's free. It's easy. It's just a PDF. You don't even have to read very much because it's just bullet points. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to link to it below. As always, grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. Please download it. It's a super helpful resource. And then better than downloading it, read it. And then one step further, do what most people don't do, actually implement it. You'll get results. You'll start your business or kickstart your passive income element of a service-based business. And you'll thank me for it later. So grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. 30 days from now, you can be making some cash. Okay, let's dive into today's topic. I got an email from Levi. Let me read it. And then uh, I think this is a very relevant conversation to have because I've heard this from other people. He says, Graham, thank you for all the amazing content you put out for the last year. It's really helped me grow as an entrepreneur, but also helped me to realize what having a business actually means, to serve, treat, and to give to other people first by creating incredible value for them. Love that Levi's paying attention. I have a question that I've thought about lately regarding content creation and audience building. Do I have to be a charismatic personality to be able to grow an audience? Pause. Have you ever felt that way yourself? Do I have to be charismatic? 
Is that necessary to grow an audience? This is Levi's question. Okay, back to his email. Many times I felt like I am not enough of a charismatic person to be able to pull an audience in. Maybe this has to do with my insecurity and speaking in front of people or in front of a camera and not being sure if I can convey a message that will feel compelling or interesting. I could guess, I guess this could also be me second guessing myself and having imposter syndrome. What are your thoughts on this? All the best, Levi. All right. First of all, Levi, you know who you are. Um, thank you for sending in this email. I really appreciate your honesty and your transparency. And so many people struggle with this. Um, so you're not alone. And this is why I wanted to do an entire episode on this because I know it's going to help a ton of people. Um, there are some big personalities out there that naturally gravitate towards the camera who just are fascinating, you know, just to watch. Um, but the short answer is, do you have to have a big charismatic personality to grow an audience? No, you don't. Uh, and I'm going to give you an, one example in particular, and then we're going to break down why that is and what it really takes to grow an audience. Because I don't want you to use this as an excuse um, to not build the business of your dreams and change your life. First, let's start with an example. Because he asked me in the email, are there any specific examples? Like, are there people who are doing this that don't have a big charismatic personality? The first one that came to mind, and I'm sure there are many, the first one that came to mind is Marco from Whiteboard Finance on YouTube. Just look him up. Marco, Whiteboard Finance. Amazing channel. Great dude. Super helpful stuff. Uh, I mean, he covers a lot of good foundational things. He tries to dive in deeper with bigger things, investing, personal finance, debt, um, he had some uh, videos blow up originally about how to not get um, like manipulated at the car dealership, like what to look for. He used to sell cars. I think that's one of his videos that blew up initially, but he's built a phenomenal YouTube following. He's gone full-time YouTube uh, and he makes really good money. But even if the money isn't there, or even if we don't know the specifics of the money, his, the size and the passion of his audience is just huge and insane. He's built loyal following. So, and it's great stuff if you're into personal finance. Marco from Whiteboard Finance, I would say he is very dry, personality-wise, okay? Very straightforward. Um, he does have a sneaky, subtle sense of humor. So he's funny, but you just may not catch it because he looks the same in every video. But he, has, he, he looks pleasant and, and, and approachable, but he's not boisterous. He's not super snarky and sarcastic. Uh, he's not very animated. He's like the opposite, right? His channel has not only grown big, but it's grown big quickly because I've watched it from the very beginning. Here is my guess as to why Marco's channel has grown to the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of subscribers that he has. People love his content because it's good. And he makes content that people want to hear about, people are looking for, and people trust him because he seems genuine and honest, okay? He's making content people are searching for. People trust him because he seems genuine and honest. Can we pause for a second? I think honesty, authenticity, genuineness are underrated. They are very valuable and important, but people don't talk about them. They are 
what draws people to certain mentors, teachers, authors, educators, but it's not what people talk about, okay? I don't know why you follow me exactly or why you're listening to this right now. Maybe if it's your first piece of content you've engaged with, but if you are a repeat listener, viewer, student, I'm willing to bet some of it has to do with my honesty about the business, my genuineness, my authenticity. I'm transparent. I am exactly who I am. And there's something about that that you find reassuring or that you appreciate or that allows you to respect me and then listen to what I have to say. I'm willing to bet there's something about that. I think this is a real thing, but we have been distracted by all the big personalities that we assume, oh, YouTube, you have to be a big personality. I was talking to someone uh, either on my, uh, in my mastermind, or I think it was in one of my coaching calls for my six-figure community about, I think they should jump on YouTube to create content. And there's just this hesitancy of like, well, YouTube is for, you know, crazy prank videos and outlandish stunts and crazy funny stuff. And they had in their mind that YouTube was just for like big boisterous videos and personalities. And it's interesting that that's an assumption. And yet there's plenty of us, Marco, myself included, making a living not being that. And I'm Marco and I, our personalities are different, right? It's not the only way. Let's talk about what truly makes remarkable content. Let's break that down. We'll do that. And then we'll talk about at the end how to seem more charismatic on camera, because I do think there is something to the charisma, charisma question. Okay. Okay. I've been making content for 12 years, two different niches, uh, written audio, video, and I coach people to do the same. So I, I know a lot about content. I think it's one of my superpowers. I think it's one of the things I'm good at, which is content creation and building a brand around content. Okay. So I know a thing or two about content. I'm not the expert on all things content, and I'm not the only way to do content, but I know a lot about content. Here's what I've seen in terms of patterns of what leads to remarkable content, content that actually builds an audience, which is the point of your content, discoverability, audience building, trust, and then that content and the audience leading to sales of your products, okay, which is your business. Number one, you have content that's on topics that people actually care about and are searching for. Okay, it's very easy to get caught up in what your content delivery looks like or how good the video quality is or the lighting or the, the microphone or the thumbnail. It's very easy to get caught up in that and think that's what makes content better while missing the most important thing about content. Even despite how good your content is, your content could be awful. But the most important thing, number one, is, is it what people are looking for? Because if your lighting's great, but your content's not what people are looking for, they're never going to find it or care. If your lighting's great and your content's great, but it's not on the topic they're looking for, none of it matters either. So at number one, the most important thing about your content is not your personality. It's not even if it's your content's good. I mean, that is more important. But do you understand, in the linear order of things, no one will ever hear about you or engage with your content ever if it's not content built around what normal, real people in your audience or target audience are actually struggling with, actually want to know, are actually typing into Google and YouTube right now. Does that make sense? This is very, very basic, 
but I see people making content that they think they should make, content they want to make, and they're wondering why it's not getting you know, picked up. No one's watching it because it's not what people are searching for. Now, this does not have to be this mysterious thing. We talk about this a lot on this channel, on this show, but zoom out for a second and think about if you were your target market, maybe you were overweight, unhealthy, you got in shape, overcame diabetes or something, and, and, and figured out how to take care of your body, and now you're a health coach, and you have this amazing transformation story, you're very passionate about helping other people along that journey, well, guess what? You are or were your target market. So you should remember what you felt like when you were unhealthy, overweight, sick, ashamed of your body, all those things. You probably... Write some of those things down. I had shame in how I looked. I I just wanted to be able to walk up and down the stairs and not get winded. I wanted to be able to play with my kids and not get exhausted. I wanted to be able to go to the beach or the pool and wear a bathing suit and not be embarrassed. Like these are real things. Like if you remember what it felt like, write those down. The pain points, the dreams, the desires you had. The things that were roadblocks. What were prohibiting you from getting results for the longest time? What? Why could you never make a difference in your health for the longest time? And then what made the difference for you? What did you try that didn't work? What did you try that did work? What questions did you have? What were you typing into YouTube and Google back in the day? These are your video topics, right? These are your content topics. This is the most important thing. So start with what you know. If you don't know, if you aren't or never were your target market, then go talk to them right? Email people, jump on social, jump on Zoom calls, talk to real people that you could serve and find out what is their biggest challenge right now? What is their biggest desire? If they could work with you in a one-on-one coaching fashion and a year from now, a year from today, have results, what would need to have changed in their life a year from today to have made that coaching worth it? What have they tried in the past that hasn't worked? What do they believe would work if only they tried it? Or like, ask these types of questions. They're going to give you a bajillion ideas of real content. Then you can go on Google or YouTube and you can open up like an incognito browser or something so that it, you're not signed in. And it doesn't have any of your click on preferences. And it's just a clean slate of a Google page or a YouTube homepage where you can start to type in a couple of words from your target market or niche and see what auto-populates in the search term, right? See what YouTube or Google suggests as a search term. These are real things that a lot of people are typing in. You should probably make videos on those topics, literally almost word for word what the search terms are. Do you see how simple this is, but how important this is? That's the most important thing with creating content that will grow an audience is making content that people actually care about on topics that they're actually searching. Okay, getting a little deeper on that, number two is have very interesting and compelling titles and thumbnails and descriptions, okay? If you know the topics that people are searching, you're figuring that out, which is not hard. It's kind of common sense, but once you know that, you still have to come up with a title that's engaging. So you have to think a little bit, right? You could have the best topic, but is the title engaging? Does it have the right keywords close to the beginning? Like, you don't have to have a formula for this, but think strategically for a minute about the way you're titling your video. Think strategically about your thumbnail. What is appealing? What's going to get them to notice it and want to click on it? Can you read the text if the thumbnail's tiny on mobile? Don't put a ton of text in your thumbnail that people can't read, right? 
the first sentence or two of the description. That's what YouTube or Google is going to search and find. It's what people are going to see in the preview text. What words are there? Is it interesting, compelling? I don't spend forever on this, but I do stop and think for a moment strategically. You can do that too. So far, we haven't gotten to the actual video content itself, but do you see how important this is? This is what gets you discovered. Charismatic personalities don't make you show up higher in YouTube search rankings. Does that, you see what I'm saying? It's the topic. It's the title. It's the thumbnail. It's the description. Your video could be awful, but it's those things that get it to show up and get people to click. Now, your video has to be good for them to watch more of it, get more watch time, higher retention, which leads to you being favored in the YouTube algorithm, very, very important. We'll get to that in a second, but it starts with discoverability. You gotta get discovered. Okay, third, in the videos, the best content is content that addresses people authentically and honestly. Don't seem like a, a word I probably shouldn't say. Be a real person. <laughs> Treat these people that are listening to you, engaging with your video content with respect. Like, assume that they're intelligent people because guess what? They are. Assume that they deserve real, honest answers because guess what? They do. Don't beat around the bush. Don't talk around a topic. Like, be as real and as honest and as straightforward as you can. Don't puff yourself up and pretend like you're more than you are. You don't have to be someone you're not. Forget imposter syndrome. You don't have to be an expert that you're not. You don't have to be more credentialed than you are. Be 100% you and just help people in a genuine way, which leads to number four. Be as specific as possible. You know what people love? Specifics. When you have a problem or a question and you get on YouTube and you look for a video, do you want someone to just talk around the topic forever and never get to the answer? Like if I jump on a video and I talk around the idea of making money, but I never give you specifics on how to make money, how frustrating would that be? A few weeks ago, I did an, a video on the No Fridays Challenge where I, I talk about that, how I was challenged early on in my business to stop working on Fridays and only work four days a week and how that set me on a path of working as few hours as possible and realizing that I could be more effective in my business when I work fewer hours. And that's evolved into a lot of what this channel and this show is all about, helping you not only make more money, but work less. And I talk about that concept. It's a great concept. It's a great story. But guess what? That's not all I did in that episode. I also explained how to work only four days a week, tactically, right? I gave you specifics, I gave you tools, I gave you strategies. Be as specific as possible. People will appreciate that. And then let's finish with, not just finish the episode, but what makes remarkable com content. Let's finish with the three E's. There's really four, but the three that really matter. And this is important. Did you know that there are three critical components to making remarkable content, content that once people find it, they go, oh my gosh, I got to subscribe, or I need to share this with somebody, or I need to watch everything she has, or I need to trust what he's saying and do it because I'm really buying in. Do you know what it takes to create that kind of content? They all start with the letter E. It's very simple. There's four of them that you can interchange, but only three that really matter um, for our type of business. 
okay? The fourth is a bonus. Let's just talk about the three. Number one, educate. You actually have to educate. People are looking for answers, so give them answers. Teach them. Educate them. How-to content is what dominates YouTube, right? There's also dumb content that's just fun, but how-to content is a huge piece of YouTube puzzle. It's how people uh, engage with YouTube. It's what they go to YouTube for. How to fix my toilet. How to clip my bunny's nails. This is real stuff that we've typed into YouTube as a family. Um, I didn't type it in, but you know my family did because we have a bunny and you got to figure out how to clip her darn nails or paws or whatever. You know how to you know get rid of muscle aches. How to eat so, you know healthy to lose weight. Like it's all how to stuff. So actually show up and educate people. Don't talk around the topic educate them. I think you get this. Most of us get this. And, and most of the people that are asking this question about, do I have to be charismatic? Do I have to have a big personality? They feel like they can educate, but they feel like they're missing the personality. Just understand the three E's. Number one is educate. So as long as you're educating, that's huge, but there's still two more E's that you must have. Encourage. You must encourage people in your content. This is a huge one that's missing for so many people, so many well-meaning educators online. They have the best content. They have the answers. They're really smart. They're experienced. And they want to tell you what you need to do. I found this in the music space. Tons of music producers were making great content saying, here's how you get a great kick drum sound. Here's how you make your vocal sound amazing. Here's how you use this software. Here's how to sound like Taylor Swift. Here's how, 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 how. But the videos were so technical and so dry that you watched them and you go, okay, I've learned how, but I still feel like an idiot. I just don't, I don't feel, I feel, I just feel more exhausted after. I feel like there's more stuff I got to go do. I found the same thing in the business space. This is one reason why I created this brand is I look in the business space. Well, one reason I look in the business space and I just see a bunch of boneheads standing in front of Lamborghinis and stacks of thousand dollar bills. Are those even a thing? Hundred dollar bills? <laughs> and just bragging about how much money they make and asking you to just watch a webinar and they're going to show you how to make that much money, which they don't teach you in the webinar. The webinar leads to you having to buy something to learn anything. Selling something in a webinar is not the problem. The problem is they don't teach you anything along the way. It's just one thing is just leading you. You know what I'm saying? I saw all those losers and I thought, that's not helping anybody. I could actually help people. I could give them the information. Every week in my content, I could give them an actual workshop or guys that could download it, actually teach them stuff. And then yes, I have courses and membership and a mastermind that's gonna really help them even more. But you know, they don't even have to buy those things to start their business. They could, they could use my free stuff. So that was one reason why I started. But the other one is that I saw tons of great education how to do it. Just do these things. But at the end of it, you just feel like, gosh, I, I'm so discouraged right now because I'm, I can't do that. I'm not doing that. Do you understand that people are so discouraged these days? So discouraged everywhere. It doesn't matter what you teach. doesn't matter what your, your topic or your niche is. People are discouraged in life. Life is hard. If they come to your content looking for education, but they leave with some encouragement, not only in being able to do what you're teaching them to do, but just their in interaction with you and your content leaves them feeling lighter and leaves them feeling like they had a, a nice conversation with a really encouraging friend. Dude, that goes a long way to building your audience. That goes a long way to building loyalty and trust. 
Encourage your people. Do you know that every episode I make, I intentionally, not just have the stuff I wanna teach you, but I intentionally take time to encourage you and build you up so that when you walk away from even five minutes of engaging with me, you're like, ah, thanks, Graham. You have the warm fuzzies when you leave my content. That's my goal. Maybe you don't have that, uh, then maybe you and I just don't, don't connect and that's okay. We can't be friends with everybody, but my hope is that you leave my content feeling encouraged. You should do the same with your people. Encourage them. It's underrated, but people can sense it. They don't realize that it's encouragement that they got, but give them a shot of encouragement. They'll love you forever. And the third E, so you have educate, encourage. The third E is empower. This one is huge. People don't come to YouTube or to you for information or education. They may think they do, but really what do they want? They want the result. They want the transformation, right? You cannot give people results or transformation just by educating them alone. Education is not the secret. Empowerment is the secret. That's why, you know, going to college or just taking even online courses isn't the answer. Education doesn't change people. Empowerment changes people. Education is a part of it, so don't mishear me. I love education. I make a living creating education. I read all the time, and I take courses myself. But hear me when I say this, that education without people feeling empowered to go act on that education is, is nothing. It's just information. You and I could take a course or watch a video or read a book or go to college and learn everything there is to learn about a topic. But if we do not walk away feeling empowered to go and act on it, our life won't change. And then what was the point of that? It's just head knowledge. Head knowledge is useless unless it leads to life change. So part of your job as an online content creator is not just to educate, it's not just to encourage, but it is to empower people so that when they leave engaging with your content, watching your video, they feel like not only is this possible for people out there, but it's possible for me. I can actually do this. This was how this was my bread and butter for the Recording Revolution, my first business. I, I would teach you the technical, here's how to record a drum set, where to place the microphones, the angle, how to think about phase issues, being in a small room, blah, 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 all the technical stuff. I would teach it to you, but I always made it my goal to at the end of the video or by the end of the video have engaged with you in such a way that not only do you know how, but you feel like, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. That might have been, and that might be for you, breaking things down into simple steps. Or after you teach something, ending with one action step so that when it's over, people aren't overwhelmed and discouraged. They're like, okay, Graham just told me just to do this one next thing. Do you know that if you just give people steps, if you just give them the next step, you don't even have to give them multiple steps, just one next step, all oh, that's all people need sometimes, is just, hey, we've talked about a lot today. Here's all I want you to do. Here's your homework. Here's your next step or your action step today. Do this one thing. If you can get people to take one step, psychologically, they are more likely to take the next step or to figure out the next step on their own. That's not your responsibility. Ultimately, it's theirs. Your job isn't just to fish for them and give them a fish, right? It's to teach them how to fish and empower them in such a way that they're like, you know what? I'm gonna actually get a fishing pole and take that next step. 
If you can get them to actually do the next step, they will fish for life and they'll figure out a lot of the rest on their own or come back to you for more. But now with the perspective of, I can do this. I not only can I do this, I am doing this. That is the goal for every educator is to have your students walk away, not only educated and encouraged, but empowered to go and take some action, even if it's baby steps, even if it's small. So if your content has those three E's, you are set because your people will respond to that. Educate, encourage, empower. The fourth E is totally optional and that's entertain, right? If you are an educator, you don't need entertainment, but if you can sprinkle it in, whether it's humor, a great story, you know, fun B-roll, that stuff's fun. If you wanna entertain and you can sprinkle that in and that doesn't replace one of the other three E's, great, but it's optional. I don't really think about entertainment much when I talk to you. I just don't. I think about educating you, encouraging you, and empowering you. Those three E's, those are critical. Okay, that's what makes remarkable content. Topics people actually care about are actually researching and searching for online. Intriguing titles, thumbnails, and descriptions. Just stop for a minute and think about it like a human. What would make you want to click on it? Number three, addressing people authentically and honestly. There's so much crap and so much veneer and fake don't do that. Just be the opposite of that. People really notice it and appreciate it. Be as specific as you can in the content so people walk away feeling like they know exactly what you're talking about, not just vague generalities. And finally, have the three E's. Educate, encourage, and empower. Entertain is optional, but not necessary. And finally, let's really quickly address, though, if you do want more charisma, you're like, Graham, that's great, but I actually would like to be more charismatic and be more you know, of a personality on camera. Well, here's three things you can do. Number one, before you hit record, jump up and down. Sounds dumb, but jump up and down. It creates blood flow. It gets your heart racing. It gets you a little more in elevated in your, your excitement because guess what? You're nervous. You think you got your notes maybe on your laptop or your phone. You're looking at a camera. You're thinking about the settings on your camera. You're thinking about lighting. You're thinking about your, your, your microphone. Maybe your kids are in the other room banging on the door or yelling or screaming. Like, this has been my life, right? Uh, and you have all that on your mind. And at the same time, you're like thinking about, oh, but I'm not very charismatic and I hope this is good. Like, that's a lot of pressure. So your brain is like, squeezing it. So when you go on camera, you're very subdued. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my channel. T today, we're going to talk about... Um, phase cancellation and, and how you, blah, pfft, this is awful, right? They're gone. People are gone. They're going to find someone else that has a charismatic personality. So my point is you can't be super like, <laughs> like deer in headlights. You must have some energy. Now you don't have to be someone you're not, but you need energy. And literally if you jump up and down and if you do what are called power poses, literally you can rewire your brain in just a minute or two, right? If you, I don't have time to talk about it, but get on Google or YouTube and type in Amy Cuddy TED Talk or Amy Cuddy C-U-D-D-Y Power Poses, okay? She has an amazing TED Talk. I think it's 18 minutes on the, the physiology of holding your hands up above your head in like a victory formation for like a minute or two minutes your levels of cortisone or testosterone or all these confidence-boosting chemicals start flooding through your brain. It's almost like you're tricking your body into thinking that you are awesome. And guess what? You are awesome. 
but it doesn't come across when you look scared to death, okay, on camera. So some physio physiological things you can do to actually rewire your hormones and chemicals quickly to actually elevate your levels of confidence so that when you hit record, you actually feel more confident and you're more engaged, you have more energy. When you do that, it comes across on camera. So jump up and down, do power poses before you hit record. Again, just search Amy Cuddy, TED Talk, power poses. You'll find it, watch it. It's really, really brilliant. Number two, smile more when you talk. Ding! Smile, my friend. You look like you're at a funeral when you don't smile and you talk about something, even if you're passionate about it. This is why if you go back and watch your videos, you hate them a lot of times. I sure did because I would watch myself and be like, oh my gosh, did my dog just die? Like, what, what was I thinking while I was recording that video? I sometimes, and you can do this too if you wanna laugh at me, I sometimes go to the Recording Revolutions YouTube channel, I click on videos, I click sort by oldest to newest, and then I watch the first two videos and I laugh at myself. I cry, really I'm crying, but you can laugh. I cry because it's me. You can laugh because it's not me, not you, it's me. You know what I meant. Those first videos, I'm like, hey guys, Graham here from the Recording Revolution. Today I'm gonna to show you how to record your acoustic guitar really fast and easy. Like, I, <laughs> I look like I'm being held hostage and I'm trying to send like secret code through the camera to you that like, help me, I'm in trouble. I look really, really scared, okay? <laughs> this could be solved by simply smiling more, even if I'm faking it. Now don't be a crazy person, don't have that weird, crazy clown smile, but if you just try to smile, you look more engaged and then it relaxes you as well. It's funny how serious we get when we hit record. And so we almost have to just not overcompensate, but remind ourselves, smile, smile. I'm on camera. I'm a nice person. People like me. They want me to smile. They're probably smiling. Maybe they're not smiling. And maybe I'm the only smile they'll see all day. Because remember, people are discouraged. So just put on a smile. It makes a difference. And then this is subtle, but very important. You don't need to change who you are, but you do need to be a slightly bigger version of yourself. When you are on camera, when you are on stage, you can never just be 100% your normal level of conversation that you would have with a friend at coffee. The way I'm talking to you right now, I would never talk to somebody if they were sitting in front of me for coffee, okay? Sometimes we would have an animated conversation and it would get fun and boisterous, but in normal conversation, I would have very different, hey man, how's your day going? I'd be talking to them like this. But with you, because I'm on camera and I am all by myself, like a weirdo talking to a round, excuse me, circle, I've elevated myself and I'm a slightly bigger version of myself. Why? Because the moment it goes through the lens and turns into a camera, a video, I should say, I feel like the personality shrinks. There's something, this is not a technical thing or reality. This is just a way to describe it. I feel like people shrink the moment they're on, on film. So what you thought was big and boisterous comes across as, hey. So we always need to be a bigger version of ourselves. I grew up as a theater kid. I was on stage doing theater, plays, Shakespeare, musical theater, and then also as a performer, as a singer, a songwriter in bands, acapella groups, all that stuff. I was on stage a ton, okay, as a performer. And what they tell you is when you're on stage, everything has to be slightly bigger. And it's because, right, like people are far away from you. 
You're not on camera close up in a movie where you can do subtle acting. You're on stage. So your voice, bigger hand motions, like your reactions need to be a little more dramatic. Now you can go too far and that's what a director is supposed to help you find that sweet spot. But my point is we were always taught you have to be a slightly bigger version of yourself. What you think is high energy is probably, by the time it gets to them in the, the audience, it's been diminished. So the same thing on camera, just be slightly bigger, a little more life, a little more volume at times, a little more hand gestures. Do you see what I'm doing with my hands if you're watching on YouTube? A little bigger. Don't change who you are. If you are not boisterous, don't be boisterous. If you're not crazy funny, don't be crazy funny. Be you, but be a slightly bigger version of yourself. And I'll just tell you straight up, this takes time. You will get better. Again, go watch the progression of my videos on the recording revolution from awful to less awful to good to then some of my best ones were years down the road where I had energy and passion. It took me a while to get there. It might take you a while, but maybe it won't. I'm a slow learner. Maybe you'll learn faster than me. So those are some suggestions for having more charisma if you want to seem more charismatic. But bottom line, you are who you are and you're wonderful the way you are. Your content will be unique and you don't have to have a huge charismatic personality to grow an audience, but you do have to do the things we talked about in this episode. And you have to improve and be willing to improve and stop using someone else's personality or your lack of what you think is the right personality as an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's not good enough. So just get out there, serve some people, and just know that it's going to be a process. Okay. I hope this was helpful. We talked about a lot. I would love to hear from you, A, if you struggle with this being charismatic on camera thing just sort of self-identify like, hey, yeah, I'm like Levi, the original poster of this question. I struggle with this. I've struggled in the past. Let me know in a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. And then let me know what of what we talked about was the most helpful for you to maybe, just maybe break out of your shell a little bit and feel confident that you can actually create some content that will grow your audience. Let me know in a comment below. And if you want a resource to help you starting today, go from where you are to making money in 30 days. Today's your day, my friend. Download my 30-day online income jumpstart. It's free. It's didactic. It's just bullet points. It's a four-week checklist of what to do. And I want you to do it. And I want you to make some money, practice creating content, build that audience, and build that business that's going to change your life. It may not change your life financially in 30 days, but it will make you money but it will be the beginnings of life change, which is super, super exciting. It's free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart or click the link below. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay healthy, stay safe, my friend, and I will see you on another episode real soon. Mm-hmm.